0: Entertainment Network. Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. Your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. May
1: Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Well, that was yesterday. Hard to believe we are already in the month of May. March and April, one giant blur with all the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus nonsense taking place around us. Hopefully we're starting to get on the backside of that. May is upon us, first week of May, and that means only one thing. It is time for Cigar Dave Cinco de Mayo Tequila and Tequila Libation Tasting Maneuvers, as today we have a giant assortment of various tequilas That we will sample. We've also got some mezcals, which are also indigenous to Mexico. At last count, I think we're looking at about 19 or 20 different tequilas, mezcals. Plus, we've got a whole host of various tequila-related libations as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And I should say that there are no illegal Mexican aliens that are being used in the production of today's Cinco de Mayo tasting maneuvers of tequila, and no members of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. They are foreboden. They are off limits. As always, it is your global five-star General Alpha Male-in-Chief extending to you a long-ash, snappy salute. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Keep America great. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Screw President Xi Jinping of China and the Chinese. Communist Party, Enemies of America, and Enemies of the World. You know exactly my feelings on that. In the week ahead, I will have more. In fact, maybe I'll do a special podcast because I've got a lot to unload on the Chinese. I am fed up with them. I am sick of them. I have had it with them. They are the true enemies of the world. They must be eradicated, but something that won't be eradicated is our love of libation sampling, and it is my pleasure to welcome to our Cinco de Mayo Tasting Maneuver Edition of the Cigar Dave Show, our resident sommelier, sommelier Dave Cavanas. Sommelier Dave, greetings, Long Ashes.
2: Thank you, General, and long social distancing ashes to you. It's going to be a great day today because we're going to clear out a lot of crap with these great tequilas and mezcals.
1: Yes, uh, we are six feet away, social distancing, However, I will tell you that all enemies of pleasure, I'm socially distancing them and the dumbass Dems approximately 30 miles, just to be on the safe side. Let's talk about Cinco de Mayo. That is the fifth of May, translated from Spanish or from English, for Spanish to English, the annual celebration that is held on May fifth. It will take place on Tuesday, just like St. Patrick's Day. You do not have to be. Mexican to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. You do not have to be an illegal Mexican alien to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Just like St. Patrick's Day, it's it's really an opportunity to have a great party. Now, there is a little misconception about Cinco de Mayo. Everybody thinks it is Mexican Independence Day. If you are a longtime listener to the Cigar Dave show, you know that is not true. The date is observed to commemorate the Mexican Army's victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla on May 5, 1862, under the leadership of General Ignacio Zaragoza. You like how I said that? You can't say Zaragoza. Love it. Zaragoza. You have Love to have that, that oomph in there. The victory of the smaller Mexican force against a much larger French army was a boost to morale for the Mexican and Mexican uh, for the Mexican people. And a year after the battle, a larger, unfortunately, French force defeated the Mexican army at the Second Battle of Puebla, and Mexico City soon fell to the French invaders. So while they celebrate the win on May 5th, 1862, a year later, it's amazing. They have no celebration to commemorate that. You win one, you lose one. Yeah, exactly. You know, But amen. remember, you want to not only win the battles, but you really got to win the war, ultimately. So in the United States... Cinco de Mayo has become a day celebrated with tequila, Mexican food, just a great just a day to celebrate and have a good time. And I think that with what has gone on with the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus that has gripped this nation with the quarantine, the home lockdowns, businesses closed, people are ready to ignite. Now, I did see in Chicago they had about a thousand people that got together very close for a party. That is beyond stupid. Again. All Democrats. Chicago. There's just no other explanation Correct. for it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. We, we, we will reopen the country, but we need to use common sense. All right. But the problem is, many Americans do not have common sense. The good news, all the alphas that listen to us, they have common sense. All right, so Cinco de Mayo, as we know, celebrating the Mexican victory under General Ignacio Zaragoza in uh, the Battle of Puebla. May 5th, 1862. Now, what do we do for celebrating Cinco de Mayo in the United States today? Well, the first thing you think of is tequila. 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 And there is a misconception about tequila. Somalia, Dave, we have spoken about this frequently. People think, oh, I'm going to drink tequila and I'm going to get sick. I'm going to just have a terrible hangover. I'm going to be just puking my guts out for the next three days. The reason that happens is not because of the tequila. It's when people are on a beach and they're drinking a margarita that, you know, these giant margaritas. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about a one shot drink. You're out in the sun, it's hot, you're dehydrated, and people drink it like it's water, like it's uh, candy, because it is sweet. So, consequently, many of those tequilas have three shots. They have people eat, have drank three, four of those. Well, what's going to happen when you have all that liquor? You're going to get sick. Tequila, good tequila, is like scotch or bourbon. Put it in a snifter. You can really enjoy the nuances. It is a, a wonderful spirit. And like all spirits, Sommelier Dave, whether it comes from barley or corn or in the case of uh, tequila, it uses agave, which there's, is like a cactus plant.
2: Yes, there's many agaves. Tequila is out of the Jalisco area, and it is Blue Weber agave. So the mezcals that we do are going to be other different agaves. There's you know, maybe 100 different agaves, but for what we're going to talk about in tequila, we'll all be Blue, Blue agave. Weber agave. Right.
1: So when we talk about the tequilas and we're talking about agave, no different than no different process. It's fermenting, converting the sugars into alcohol. alcohol. So let's talk about tequila, what it is. We already know that it comes from the blue agave. It looks like a You're you right, yeah. Yeah. And, in fact, doesn't aloe come from something yes, similar? Yes, it's in
2: that family of plants. Right. And what they do is they have staves that they cut off the ends of it, and then they take the big bulb, and then they take it and crush it and cook them, whether it's in an oven or you can bury it and cook them, and then it gets the starches and all the sugars starting to work, and then they start to distill it, and they can use either natural yeast, wild yeast, or proprietary yeast, and then they just do the old alcohol conversion.
1: And tequila is named after the city of tequila, which is 40 miles northwest of Guadalajara in the Jaliscan highlands. Los Altos de Jalisco in the central west or western Mexican state of Jalisco. And tequila, when we talk about it, first of all, there are some various laws, just like there is with bourbon. Sure. So Mexican laws state that tequila may only be produced in the state of Jalisco and limited municipalities in, within that region – it is recognized as a Mexican designation of origin product. More than 40 countries. It is protected through it was NAFTA, now the U.S.-Mexican-Canadian trade agreement, and it is uh, tequila has to be. Or can be between 35 and 55 percent alcohol content, 70 to 110 proof, but it must contain at least 40 percent alcohol or 80 proof to be sold in the United States.
2: You know what's interesting? If you go back only a few years ago, you could not bottle tequila outside the Mexican, the out of the area of. Guadalajara and Jalisco and all that. So they have since relaxed that law to where you can take it into tankers, ship the tankers around the world or into the United States, and then actually bottle it outside of Mexico.
1: And that's how much of the tequila today is actually shipped to the United States and bottled in the United States. But tequila first produced in the 16th century near the city of Tequila, a fermented beverage from the blue agave plant. Consumed in pre-Columbian central Mexico before European content, when the Spanish conquistadors ran out of their own brandy, they began to distill agave to produce one of North America's first indigenous distilled spirits. So, Spanish conquistador, no brandy, you gotta have alcohol. Gotta find some. They found it in the blue agave plant. So, when we talk about the agave, it actually looks, they put these giant agaves... Pinas, or pineapples, is what it looks like. The first step is they put it in a distillery oven. Giant, they put them in there, and that's the beginning of the process.
2: Yeah, they cook them so that the starches will come up. What's really interesting is how much tequila actually is consumed. It's the 10th largest spirit in the world, and... 18.3 18.3 million cases, or 50% of global consumption, is done by the United States. That's a lot of tequila being consumed. And to your point, I think people got away from just drinking all these margaritas or cheap mixos. Right. If it's 51% blue agave, it can be legally called tequila. So if you're drinking something that weak, as far as quality, quality, Yes, you're going to get a headache if you're not helping it with a little bit of water. I think people now are doing these añejos, reposados, these extra añejos. They're sipping them, and they're really enjoying it. Like you said, a nice cognac, bourbon, single malt scotch.
1: And we'll get into the definition of those types of tequila. But until we started conducting extensive tequila tasting maneuvers here on the Cigar Dave Show... I did not have a tremendous appreciation for tequila. No, not at all. But once I learned the nuances and the differences between a Blanco, a Reposado, an Añejo, I now enjoy either an Añejo or Reposado in a snifter. I had a little several nights ago with a cigar, just sipping, or you can put a, uh, a nice block ice cube. It is very pleasant, and it is just as pleasant as enjoying a glass of cognac or a wonderful glass of single malt scotch Or small batch bourbon?
2: Sure. If you look at it, most Blancos, Plata, or Silver, that's usually used in making margaritas or mixed drinks. The ones that you're talking about, the ones that I enjoy like you do, are the Reposados, the Rusted, or the Añejos, the Age. The ones that really have the quality from being in the oak barrel of bringing out some of those really nice flavors.
1: All right, so let's talk about the distillation of tequila. Give us a little rundown, Samadhi Dave, of we've got that blue agave plant. It looks like a pineapple. It is then cooked. Give us the process, the fermentation process, how it goes from that blue agave into the tequila that we are drinking.
2: So they'll take it, and they usually can do it in the old-world way where they'll put that piña in a pit and take a stone and crush the piña. Or they can just put it in a machine and shred it. And then they take all that product, put it either in autoclaves and cook them for 24, 36 hours where they can bury them and cook them. Then they bring that out and they do it just like everything else that is being distilled. They put them in tanks, add the water, add the yeast, and let it sit and do its magic and create the actual alcohol beverage.
1: Outstanding. Now, when we talk about tequila, various colors and that is represented by three names. One is Blanco, which in Spanish, white. White. Then we have Reposado, and then we have Añejo. And the reason that the tequilas get various, uh, those names and the different colors, goes from white to almost a caramel type of of light brown. Not as dark as bourbons, but get very light caramel color is because of the aging process. Correct. So let's go through the different types of tequila and uh, what the variations are and uh, what specifically aging process, barrel, that type of thing.
2: You know, one thing that should be noted because we're talking about color, you can literally use caramel coloring in the final product to give it that eye appeal. You can. Yes. For tequila, it's legal. So when you look at something like a Cuervo, which is only 51% blue agave, and then the rest would be neutral grain spirits or whatever it is. To get the gold, all they do is add color caramel to the silver. So it hasn't been aged at all. It's just got a different color. But you
1: can't call that a reposado or an No. no. You can just change the color. Correct. And for most, here's a perfect example. When people are drinking libations right. using tequila, right? primarily they will use a Blanco or they'll use something that has some grain sp- some neutral spirits in there right. because you're not going to. You don't want to use a reposado or an aged añejo in a in a margarita.
2: No, I wouldn't, but I'm sure people have uh, whether they knew what they were doing or not. I'm sure it happens. But you're right. Usually blancos are used for margaritas or other mixed drinks. Reposado just literally means rested. It's aged a minimum of two months, but less than a year in oak barrels of any size and which is either aged or vintage is aged a minimum of one year but less than 3 years in small oak barrels and then extra añejo which we have today is aged a minimum of 3 years in oak barrels this category was only established back in 06 2006 so it's relatively new compared to what the other Tequila's going back to the 1800s.
1: So when you think about it, the Blanco, which is, and there are many very good Blancos, that, yeah. but they only have to be aged in a, a minimum of two months, less than a year. So most of them are probably in that two-months to six-month area.
2: Yeah, because why are you going to lay something and put age on it when you're just mass-producing it that's going to be used it, with a mixer? Actually, I, I
1: made a mistake. Uh, Reposado is two months but less than a year. Right. So Blanco is unaged basically stored immediately after distillation, aged less than two months. Stainless steel or neutral oak barrels, most of them are stainless steel.
2: Yeah, you're not going to put any real true quality of utensil to it. There's no reason for it.
1: All right, let's start off. I'll tell you what. Let's start off with a, a, uh, a Blanco before we get into everything else. And then the Rapizado, minimum of two months, less than a year in an oak barrel. Añejo is aged. Minimum of one year, less than three years in small oak barrels. And obviously, more expensive tequilas are the Reposado, the Añejo, and the Extra Añejo because it aged longer. So, Samani, Dave, what do we have to start off? Let's talk about the Blanco. Again, this is going to be a white spirit. No major aging, less than two months stainless steel or neutral oak. This is... uh, Huradora. The Herodora. Tell tell us about that.
2: So, Huradora, which is in the Braun Forman portfolio goes all the way back to eighteen seventy. It's estate bottled, which means everything that is done in the production of it, the plants, the total distillation bottling is controlled by Casa Hardura. They are using clay ovens to cook the agave and they use a single volcanic rock, a tahona, to crush that agave. So you have a silver here. It's distinctive taste of sweet agave and subtle oak notes after resting. This one's rested 45 days in American white oak. So they're actually putting some quality to this as a Blanco.
1: Reminds you a little bit of White Lightning or a White Dog, which yeah. is basically an unaged bourbon. Exactly. Very similar. And on, on the notes on this, very neutral on the, on the nose. Mm-hmm
2: you can get some wow, a little sweetness is, i was just a little bit say of that. the alcohol going nice. down a yeah. little warmth
1: a little bit of zing it was very pleasant now yeah. would this be something that i would want to sip on with a cigar not necessarily
2: probably not when we get into their reposado and añejo and, and you'll see why
1: all right fantastic so again i'm a Herradura. definitely neutral on the nose a little bit of sweetness reminds me of that white dog which is an unaged uh, bourbon, because you get a lot of that corn-type flavor. But in this case, you get the agave that you can really taste. So that is very nice. Next up, Somali Day, by comparison, let's take a look. This is the Herodera. Is this the silver?
2: Nope. This is the Reposado.
1: This is the Reposado. So what do we start with? The silver or the... You si- did the silver we first. We did the silver. Okay. Right. So we started with silver first. So we still have the Suprema we have to get to. And this yeah, is we'll the do that last okay. in the
2: Huradora family. Okay,
1: fantastic.
2: So one thing's interesting. I didn't realize this until I did some homework on this subject. Huridora actually created the Reposado line. Really? Yeah, until they started resting bottles or product. Most people drank Blanco. 1974, they created it. This is aged 11 months, so this is really one month over what a normal reposado would be, giving it a rich amber color with notes of cooked agave, vanilla, and butter.
1: Definitely getting a little bit of uh, sweetness on the nose. cheers.
2: That was good. This extra barrel aging creates a smooth, sweet finish with a slight taste of spice.
1: Definite spice. Major spice and warmth on the palate. On the way down, I would say on the exclusive CDWF, the Cigar Day Warm Factor, this is definitely an 8.5 all the way. I like this. Yeah, a little sweetness. And you can definitely taste the difference compared to a Blanco, which two months, stainless steel. This, you can definitely get a little bit of the wood. Not like a bourbon where you really get that that wood sizzle, but very nice. I'm going to take another sip.
2: You know, there's. Uh, liquid ages in barrels. Yep. They do start to, uh, the barrels start to go neutral. So you don't know when it's going to go. But one thing you know is if this is a Bron Foreman product, these barrels are probably Jack Daniel barrels.
1: Very well could be. So this is the Herodera Reposado we just enjoyed. Suggested retail, Somalia, Dave.
2: You're looking at $42 a bottle. And On then the silver? 750 would be around forty.
1: For the silver is forty. Please, yes. So wait. So forty for the silver, but the reposado that's aged about eight months longer, yeah. nine months longer is forty-two. 42?
2: It's a steal for, for
1: the two bucks. Buy the Heredero reposado. Yeah, it's definitely. no no-brainer. And if this is a little bit strong for you, you can cut it with a little branch or water. Put an ice cube in there if you desire. But this is very pleasant. Put this in a snifter. And you're great. Good to go with a, with a nice what cigar. What cigar
2: do you suggest with something like Well, I this?
1: would say this would be a medium-bodied cigar. You could do a Maduro with this. A San Andreas Morone wrapper from Mexico would be very nice. nice, not overpowering. I'd say you could also, on this one, Connecticut you could probably get away with. Not Connecticut USA, but Connecticut Ecuador has enough taste and flavor to hold up. But the Herodera Reposado, very nice, 42 bucks. We continue Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuvers.
0: The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Cigar Day. Day. supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy and chinese virus sanitation maneuvers performed it's time for national cigar lightation maneuvers la
1: cha, la cha. build the wall immediately la cha, la cha. thanks to trump we'll have a big wall it's amazing my musical abilities just overwhelm me here but I can tell you one thing they are not surpassing my cigar tasting and judgment abilities. So we are celebrating Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. We've got great tequilas, Samadier Dave, Sergeant Steve. By the way, Sergeant Steve, why have you're drinking water? What's with that? Uh, did, I, I wait a minute. How far out of Betty Ford are you? Remind me one more time. It's been a couple months. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll switch over immediately.
1: Outstanding. There you go. So we're celebrating Cinco de Mayo. We've got Mexican tequila. We need a cigar that has some Mexican roots. Well, Tommy Diadio, Tommy D, the senior executive vice president of Spirits Procurement and the general manager of the Davidoff store and lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa and all the Corona Cigar stores in Orlando. So, General, I want you to smoke this cigar today during tequila-tasting maneuvers. The Tatuaje Mexican Experiment 1. There are two experimental cigars, the Experiment 1 and 2. The original came out, very limited release, hit retailers back in summer of 2012. Now, although there are... Variations as to how many of these Tatuaje Mexican Experiment 1 cigars were reported to have been made. People think, man, about 6,000 cigars. Well, there's still some that they release. And this is a full-bodied cigar which uses a Mexican San Andreas Morón wrapper. One of my favorite wrappers. At one time, you said, I want Mexican tobacco or Mexican wrapper. People said, oh, forget it. No, don't want it. But what has happened is people have discovered how incredible Mexican tobacco is. Now, do you want a total Mexican uh, puro? Probably not. But when you take the Mexican wrapper, the San Andreas Moron, amongst the best wrapper in the world, most sought after, you got a great cigar. And this cigar, the Tatuaje Mexican Experiment 1, uses that Mexican San Andreas Moron wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. It is made in Nicaragua. And we have got... The Experiment 1 Toro, suggested retail, 10 bucks. Very nice cigar, and it's got the colors of the Mexican flag on it, and it says Tatuaje Limited. That is it. Very unique cigar. It is square-pressed. Somalia Dave, got a nice feel, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it does. I like it.
1: All right, so that's what we will enjoy today. The Mexican Tatuaje Limited Experiment 1.
0: Cigar-altering and highly-sharpened leaf-exposing device.
1: Self-sharpening.
0: Double-edged stainless
1: steel guillotine, ready to go.
0: Ma- ma- Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus.
1: I've got my Cigar Dave CCK. This is the Chinese Communist Killer. The Chinese Commie Killer. This is the Xi firecracker, if you would, or fire-breathing apparatus. I would love to line up the top 1,000 members of the Chinese Communist Party, led by President Xi Jinping of China, and just let this thing go. Just grab this thing and just extinguish them all. I'm fed up with them. I hate them. I despise them. They are the modern-day equivalent of the Third Reich and the Nazis. And I'm not exaggerating. What they do to their people, what they have done to the world... They should all. She and his top people should go in front of a world court, and they should face crimes against humanity charges. That's how I'm. I'm much. I despise the Chinese communists. But this Chinese commie killer from the Cigar Dave R&D Labs is what I will use today.
0: Cigar, Cigar pre litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go
1: throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Outstanding. Now, Sergeant Steve and Samani Dave, let me ask you this. Do you think I have an anger problem when it comes to the Chinese Communist Party?
2: Uh, With me, no. No?
1: Okay. Because somebody earlier this week said, you know, I heard your show. and you got an anger problem. I said, trust me, I'm being kind to the Chinese commies. I really despise them. And, in fact, I said, over the next few weeks, I'm really going to let loose because I am fed up. And I looked at this person. I said, your business is closed. You are losing Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Your employees are not working. How can on earth you say that you are not angry at the Chinese communists? And you want to know what he said? Typical lib. Well, viruses have no borders. Please. Enough. And I just looked at him and I said, you're right. Viruses have no borders. But the virus could have had a border if the Chinese Communist Party admitted sought the world's assistant, and contained it early on. And By the way, I think this thing was already in the United States. In my estimation, probably already in early January. In fact, they're saying that the initial discovery of this was probably last September, October, maybe into November. There's no doubt about it. And the antibody tests are coming out. I see this week or next week. I'm absolutely going to get an antibody test to see if I had it. And I've got another friend of mine who was admitted to the hospital. This is probably back in, I'd say, mid-February, late February, early March. Probably late February. Doctors didn't know what he had. They just said he got a bad case of the flu. He took a flu shot, you know, in advance back in October. I think he may have had it. So we're going to find out, and I will, of course, report back to you. All right, now, I've got my – did we say go throttle up, Sergeant Steve? We did. Okay, thank you. As you can see, when I get sidetracked by the CCP, the Chinese (laughs) Communist Party – Bastards! I lose my train of thought. All right. I'm going to toast the foot of this beautiful Mexican Tatuaje Limited Experiment 1 Mexican San Andreas wrapper. How's that uh, taste so far, somebody, Dave?
2: This tastes wonderful. This is going to be a real enjoyable cigar to have today with these tequilas.
1: Mm, Great draw.
2: Very easy.
1: Let me just puff and rotate.
2: And it is unique in this form. Mm. rather it being cylindrical it is in this nice box
1: very nice let me just take a few puffs here mm.
2: now they
1: say this is full-bodied but i have to tell you
2: it doesn't feel full body uh-uh. mm. fairly mild to me little
1: espresso notes on it
2: mm-hmm.
1: no really big sizzle on the palate Not a ton of spice, but it's just a lot of flavor and not overpowering. Mm.
2: Very enjoyable.
1: Yeah. I think this is going to go beautifully with our Reposados and our Añejos, as well as some of our libations. All right. So, Sommelier Dave, stand by right there because, Sergeant Steve, we've got one more liner to hit, and we are going to get ready for our next tequila tasting.
0: Cigar Dave Cinco de Mayo Libationary
1: Concoction. All right, what do we have? What's our first libationary concoction?
2: Margarita.
1: A margarita. Fantastic. Now, did Daniel Williams yes. provide you with some mixers? Tell us about his mixers while we...
2: We have a organic mixer from the people at American Beverage. It is Agalima Margarita Mix, and we have created a delicious margarita with it. It's nice to have a mixologist, but a lot of times most people do not. What they'll correct. do is run to the store, and they'll buy the cheapest thing they can find. Why be cheap on a margarita mix when you can spend maybe 50 mm. cents to a dollar more and get a real nice organic margar- uh, margarita mix? This is mix. like
1: drinking candy. Yeah. Okay, and this is why if you're out in the hot sun on the beach – and you are parched, you are thirsty, you're dehydrated, and you start downing these things by the barrel full, major trouble.
2: Well, you should. And this is something we've done when we had Darlene McGeehan on all those years ago. God love her. She taught us, drink a glass of water for every cocktail you drink. You'll stay hydrated. You will not get that migraine or that headache, and you'll feel a lot better the next day. Well,
1: you put this in a small cocktail glass. However, you go to the beach, they've got these humongous glasses that are probably 64 ounces of booze with 10 shots in there. Yes you got to drink like five liters of water compared to that. So the problem is is that I've just taken several sips. I could down this whole thing in sure one shot. Can. It's sure that sweet. Yeah. So let's talk about how do you make a margarita from scratch, and then how do you make a margarita with the mix?
2: Well, you would take lime juice, mm-hmm. and then you would take agave nectar Okay, and put that together, and then you would then take the tequila, which I did the Reposado Blanco, mm-hmm. which is a really nice complement to it. Shake it up over ice. A lot of people put a glass over salt. I don't. I'm not a big sodium fan. And then pour your margarita into that and then garnish it with uh, limes.
1: And using the mixer?
2: Well, then it, it's easier because all you do is use the mixer. You don't have to go in, Mixer and tequila. Yeah, mixer and, and tequila. And you use the Blanco in here. Yeah. Okay, very good. You could use the Reposado to me. I'm going to drink Reposados like you suggested, sipping them neat with a nice cigar.
1: Now, you turned me on to a very unique byproduct of tequila, and it is almost like honey. Yes, it Better is. than honey. Yes, it is. And it is agave nectar. Nectar. And it is fabulous. I had never heard of it before until maybe, what, seven, eight years ago when we started mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And you gave me several bottles, and I said, what is it? And we said it's agave nectar, and this actually comes right from the agave plant, after and it it's is the equivalent dis- of honey.
2: Right, after it's been distilled and everything, this is the byproduct of all that. Just t- let me take
1: a little sip of that.
2: Mm. And this mm. is hypoglycemic. If you exactly. have... Trouble with diabetes or something. Like, I drink a lot of green tea and I'm using honey, but I'll use agave nectar when I get a bottle. Right, if I, if I, if I have a
1: throat sore and I have hot tea, I'll put a little agave nectar in there for some natural sweetening. It's in a 375
2: milliliter, it's in a plastic, so if I drop it, I'm not going to break it.
1: And they sell them primarily at liquor stores, spirit stores? Yeah, or
2: grocery stores. They do. You can get in any grocery store. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. You know, I do a lot of shopping at. We're shopping as a pleasure. That would be
1: Publix. But if the light is out, if they have a light, the L is out, it's (laughs) Publix. And there are many lights that sometimes go out out. and people say, oh, I didn't know the name of the store was (laughs) Publix. So stores, supermarkets across the country, you can get it. Sure,
2: exactly. And you can get it there and uh, it can be a little bit more expensive than what you would grab as far as a margarita mix, a Bloody Mary mix, a pina colada mix, or st- strawberry-daiquiri mix. But that's because of the uh, process of making it. And they don't make a lot of it. Not everybody does this. Right. It's like when you go to Italy and you go to a winery, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they have a limoncella. Well, right. all Italians make limoncella. In Mexico, most their distilleries make agave nectar, but it goes so quick and you don't get as much of a byproduct to make it
1: it is fantastic delicious not overly sweet natural low glycemic index beautiful agave nectar when we come back we'll finish up our Heredera añejo Heredera suprema then we'll get into what are we going to do after that sommelier dave
2: well i've got a real treat for everybody because michael jordan and four other nba franchise owners got together and they love tequila And it's a phenomenal story. We have Sencoro, tequila, a Blanco, a Reposado, and an Yejo. And it's really just a phenomenal story. And it is not inexpensive.
1: It is on the super premium side. So when we come back, we'll begin our tasting. We celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers with Somalia Dave, Sergeant Steve. I've got Pendragon's Royal Baron, our canine, securing the perimeter. Make sure no enemies of pleasure come within. And we will continue around the corner.
4: Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Cigar connoisseurs and enthusiasts
1: love going into their retailer's humidor and seeing what's new, what's exciting. It's like a kid in a candy store. And we've got a great way that you can enjoy and sample fabulous cigars from incredible manufacturers. It's the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Every month you will receive three fantastic cigars in an Officers Club Ziploc pouch shipped directly to to you for $22.95. Now, in the past year, we've had incredible selections. We had the world of Davidoff, which featured an Avo and a Davidoff Winston Churchill. We've had cigars from A.J. Fernandez, from Rocky Patel, from Placencia Drew Estate, syndicato Fonseca, incredible cigars that you will love. Become a member of the Officers Club today. Join now. Go to CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. You will absolutely love it.
0: out your sombreros. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar
1: Dave Show. And special thanks to Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, the president of Mexico, for taking about 100,000 Mexican troops and making sure that the border on their side stays secure so they don't come to our side, especially now during the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus pandemic. All right, Somalia Dave. We have tried two Herederos, the Silver and the Reposado. Heredera is owned by Brown Foreman, maker of Jack Daniels. And, yes, it is. Old Forester bourbon. Old Forrester Old bourbon, bourbon. Bourbon. Which is getting
2: a lot of great press. Oh, tons. A lot of great Fantastic. press. Fantastic.
1: So, let's, this is what, the Añejo?
2: This is the, the Añejo. Okay. This was first introduced to the world by Casa Hiradora back in 1962. So then, in 1974, they brought out a Reposado. So this Añejo has been aged in American white oak for 25 months, which is 13 months more than industry standards. You're going to get a really remarkably smooth amber color liquid that melts on your tongue, leaving notes of cooked agave, Mm -hmm. toasted oak, and dried fruit.
1: A lot of sizzle on the tip of of the tongue. A lot of flavor. You get the wood. Mm -hmm. Almost 24 months, you're getting that oak. No question. Definitely. Much more complex.
2: This is rather smooth. This is what mm-hmm. we're talking about with a cigar and a s- snifter. Yep. If you, you know, one night you're having a, a cognac, and then another night of bourbon, you could have on Wednesday or Thursday night or whatever, you could have this tequila. This is wonderful.
1: Very flavorful. Yeah. Expansive on the palate. And definite notes of that oak Tang, if you will, Mm -hmm. that tanginess. Well, you get some vanilla. Oak and vanilla too.
2: Impart vanilla. Mm -hmm. So as we taste all these tequilas, vanilla and spice and smoke is going to stand out with all of them. It should if it's well constructed. And it's got a
1: light, almost a a light to medium caramel color because again, it is in the oak, so it's going to get some of those oak barrels. So next, about suggested retail on the onion,
2: forty-seven dollars, very affordable. So
1: to go from eleven months to. Almost double that is only a $5 difference. Yes. Very, very, very pleasant. You can't go wrong. Now, the Heredera
2: Suprema. It's Suprema. And it is a extra Añejo. And,
1: and where is that? I'm going to take put that in my glass.
2: Yes, you have it already. Oh, that's it. You had it in a oh, glass. Oh, there it is. I've got the it right is. here. Okay. So, so this, tell me
1: about the Suprema. This has got to be top of the line.
2: Yes. Aged 49 months in American white oak wow. barrels. It creates an extremely rich, dark amber color of cooked agave spice with some floral notes. It's going to be exceptionally smooth smooth and complex. It has a lasting, subtle, sweet aftertaste. This is very delicious.
1: This definitely is a five-star Cigar Dave selection, the Suprema, as I take another sip.
2: This is for you. This isn't to invite friends over. This right. is for you, at three hundred and sixty dollars a bottle. No wonder is I like all it. All <laughs> about you.
1: <laughs> this is incredibly smooth. Isn't it good? Fabulous. I'll be taking that bottle home. By the way,
2: <laughs> this is. There's going to be a fight. I've got to talk to Baron here to see if he'll protect me if I get it on. Uh,
1: Baron's loyalty and allegiances are to his alpha. Oh, so Baron. you know where you know where that bottle's going. <laughs> but this is very smooth. Isn't this good? A little bit of of sizzle a little bit of spice but just incredibly smooth yeah just delicious no bitter aftertaste no bite
2: just so delightful. this is the type of tequila that mm. most people that had a bad tequila evening day week night should have drank sipped it and they would have a different Idea and viewpoint on tequila. This Our, is really delicious.
1: Suggested retail you said is 360. 360. 360 Where you can
2: find it. It's not a lot in production because, again, that's 49 months in American Oak. All
1: right. Now, the Sincora I want to hold until next hour because those are very, very special. Created by Michael Jordan and several NBA owners. Yes. Very expensive. Genie on Bus. The, on the high end of the price range. Yes. So we'll get to that a little bit later. But what I would like to do is to get to another libation, another mixed concoction. What do you have, Samadier Dave? Uh,
2: Let's do a tequila sunrise.
1: It's another tequila sunrise. The Eagles would be very pleased. What is in a tequila sunrise?
2: It is tequila and orange juice.
1: Oh, easy. It's like a mimosa, but with tequila. Perfect. Let me take a sip. I will say cheers on that. All right. It's very nice. A little different yeah. than a mimosa without yeah. the champagne.
2: You're going to get the acidity. And you used
1: you use a Blanco, correct?
2: Yes. I, I'm going to use Blanco in any of my mixed drinks Yeah, that you get I just do. a
1: little bit of uh, it, it's orange juice, but with a little bit of kick to it.
2: Yeah, because of the tequila. But you get that little bit of acidity, so you've got to be judicious on how much orange juice the parts. Usually it's two to four. All right. Two now, parts of tequila, four parts of orange
1: juice. Let's preview because we've got Sincora. And Cenote. So let's Did preview wha- that for next hour. Okay. All right, since we only there have we about a minute. So, Samani, Dave, let's preview those five that we're going to be sampling.
2: So what we're going to do is start off with Sincora. At a dinner party where there was no table available, it was in New York City. I believe it was Jay-Z's Restaurant. Michael Jordan, Jeannie Buss, Wes Edens, Wick Grosbeck, and Emilia Ferrari were having dinner. So they had to go wait and they had to go find a spot by the bar to go stand to have a cocktail. And everybody noticed that everybody enjoyed tequila because usually tequila doesn't give you that uh, drunken feeling as it does a high feeling because of the uh, entity, like drinking champagne. So they all started to talk about it and found out they all loved tequila tequila so they all got together they found vineyards out in mexico they found a distiller and they put together sincora this stuff's incredible
1: how do nba billionaires become millionaires Get into the tequila business. You Actually, not true. A number of them have done very well. Yes, but I they I think have. it may be getting past that where the easy money is gone. All right, Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuvers with Sommelier Dave. We'll continue next hour. Stand by many more tequilas. Keep your cigar fired up, your libation nice and cool, and we will continue.
0: This is AMEN, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network.
1: We never need an excuse to enjoy celebratory maneuvers, tasting maneuvers, cigar pleasure maneuvers. We never need an excuse, but Cinco de Mayo coming up Tuesday gives us the perfect reason to enjoy tequila-tasting maneuvers, and we have sampled thus far four phenomenal tequilas. We have a plethora more. We've also had our margarita. And Simonia. Dave, what was the other the uh, tequila
2: Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. Think of the
1: Eagles. That's it. Orange juice with just a little bit of Blanco Tequila. We explained what tequila is. We told you what Cinco de Mayo is. It's not Mexican Independence Day. It commemorates the Mexican Army's victory over the French at the Battle of Puebla May 5, 1862. The most important thing you have to remember, it's a time that all Americans can party, enjoy great food, great libations, great camaraderie, albeit this year a little more muted. And we welcome you back, our number two, The General, front and center. Don't forget, follow me on social media. Go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner. All the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure you follow me, as well as download the Cigar Dave mobile app 24-7. If you miss a show, no problem. And don't forget, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. All the major podcast uh, aggregators carry it, whether it is uh, Google Play or the Apple Podcast app. All the major aggregators do uh, have that. Make sure you subscribe to the Cigar Dave podcast. Sommelier Dave, Sergeant Steve. I've got Pendragon's Royal Baron, the canine that is protecting the area. He's my dog. He's with me. That's right. All enemies of pleasure. And uh, the Chinese Communist Party uh, enemies, he is also looking out for them. If President Xi Jinping of China happens to come around, he knows what to do. President Xi will be in about 5,000 different pieces by the time Baron is done with him with those big canine chompers. Samadier Dave, we left off after sampling the Herradura Silver Reposado Añejo and that lovely Supreme at Supreme, 360 yes. Doll, uh, dollars a bottle. Now we're going to move into a very limited upscale line. Michael Jordan, who is a cigar connoisseur involved, along with some NBA owners. Sincor- what does
2: Sincora mean, by the okay, way? Okay, so Sincora in five. Spanish just means five and gold. So was, wasn't was there five partners on this? There's five partners. It's Michael Jordan, Jeannie Buss, owner of the Lakers, Wes Edens, owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, Wick Grousbeck, owner of the Boston Celtics, and his w- girlfriend, wife, Emilia. Wait, wait,
1: his girlfriend and wife? Well, girlfriend, had, why? Wait, 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 girlfriend, wife. It's one or the other or because both. Because
2: <laughs> at the time, she was the fiance. Ah, uh, okay. But this was started in 2016, so four years removed, the wife. She, uh, the five of them got together for dinner okay. in New York, and they didn't get seated right away. But the place was packed. They started talking about how they all loved tequila, and the group decided to start a company inspired by their passion to create the finest-tasting tequila. As we go through these, Dave, you're going to be amazed at how fine they are and how great they taste, and really, they're quite affordable.
1: Well, in Europe, if these were European uh, people, you have a wife, and you have the girlfriend, or two, and the mistress. If
2: you're that's Italian, a, yes.
1: Oh, not anybody, Europe, French, you name it. Is I that mean that's right? Oh, absolutely. It's It's accepted yeah. there, as it should be accepted here in the United States.
2: Yeah. It works for everyone involved. Yeah, my mother wouldn't have approved, so...
1: Well, Somalier Dave, tell you know you could have told your mother back at the time no to talk can. to me, and she, I would have I would have set her straight, saying, yeah. "Listen, Somalier Dave, I don't you know, think
2: so. can't, can't,
1: can't made in captivity. You know, he needs he needs his freedom. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is, if it works in Europe, I say, let it work here in the United States. It's a beautiful thing. You know, as it's, it's like on the Sopranos, it was great. On Friday night, they all went to dinner. With the wives, right? And then on Saturday with their gumas. And they'd go to the (laughs) same exact restaurant, and the owner would come in like on Friday, hey, Tony, great to see you, great. And then the next night, they'd come in with their gumas, all their girlfriends, and the restaurant owner would come over, Tony, it's been so long, great to see you here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolute classic. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so Sincora Blanco Reposado Añejo. This is super premium. The bottles are incredible. Actually, the bottle almost looks like a... Like an NBA championship. Trophy. So
2: how they're designed on a 23 degree angle. Okay. If you put 23 bottles Look together like this, it's center court. A
3: basketball
1: oh, sits right cool. in, and this is the angle. Oh, that's where the and the bottle or the basketball sits right there. Right. Outstanding. So, Interesting.
2: What we're going to taste is agave that's been harvested from the highlands and the lowlands, which is unusual. Usually you'll get a tequila producer that will make them from the lowlands or the highlands. So what you're going to get is larger, sweeter agaves from the highlands, herbaceous, fragrance, flavorful from the lowlands. They've been aged for six or they've been grown for six years, and that ensures high sugar levels required in making exceptional tequilas. They're done in small batch, low cooking, traditional uh, roller mill extraction from Italian with proprietary yeast and its aged underground cellars for added flavor and complexity.: Now, I'm getting as I taste this. Citrus. I got citrus on it as I tasted earlier.
1: Yeah, I'm getting a little lemon. Definitely, mm. you can the agave that the cooked agave. You get right up. little bit of alcohol because not aged. So you can. What's the proof on this? Uh, Does it show on there. Uh, yeah, forty percent. Okay, so eighty. It's, 80, a, a, proof. eighty proof. So forty percent alcohol yeah. by volume. So I'm definitely getting a little alcohol. Uh, it is But it's smooth. It, it, it doesn't smooth. Stand yeah. out it's smooth. It's to a very nice offensive. blanco, but it's a blanco. Correct. But very smooth. What's the suggested retail?
2: You're looking at seventy three dollars a bottle. Yeah.
1: So this blanco I would not use for margaritas no, or tequila sunrises.
2: All. You could do this with a nice soft cigar or you know, whatever you want to do with it.
1: All right. Next up we're going to go into the Reposado, Reposado. again aged at least three months to less than a year, correct?
2: Yes. You're gonna it's gonna have a medium gold color. The aroma is going to be cooked agave with hints of vanilla. Then on the uh, backside, it's going to be really smooth, slightly sweet. You're going to get possibly some caramelized vanilla and white chocolate.
1: I'm getting some maple and vanilla on the nose.
2: Maple's coming off the, yep. the wood, mm-hmm. the oak. Mm.
1: Oh, this is sweet. This oh, is I nice. got the
2: white chocolate on it, too. I this got a lot nice of vanilla too. on here. Yeah. A lot of vanilla. This is delicious.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: This is aged eight to ten years in barrels. Eight to ten years. I'm sorry, eight to ten months. Eight to ten months.
1: This has got a little bit of sizzle after a minute or so, but no bite. Definite vanilla, definite maple. Not only on the nose, but on the taste. I'll take another sip. This is very good.
2: I like that. That's getting a little, yeah, a
1: little, little white chocolate at the end. Very subtle. Very and, nice.
2: And by this going out into the market and everybody get catching the buzz of who it is, it's uh, limited. So if you see it, buy it. You're looking at $90 a bottle.
1: All right. So, again, super premium, much yes. more expensive. Yes. You're talking just about double from what the Heredera Reposado was. Yes. But I would say that this has a nicer flavor complexion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: very pleasant, very unique. And I cannot wait to look at and taste the Añejo. Now, this Añejo has a very dark, deep amber color, much darker than a normal Añejo.
2: 24 to 28 months, it's been aged. So you're going to get intense amber in that color, which you've noted. And then on the aroma, you're going to get some oak, cooked agave, some maple, and orange. Yeah, a
1: little more subtle on the aroma than the Reposado, which is interesting. I will say cheers, and we'll take a sip. This is the Sincora. Añejo.
2: And then on that taste, it's going to be complex. Toasted oak, cooked agave, butterscotch. Oh, yeah. Maybe some dark chocolate on this. Butterscotch it for sure. The Reposado and white chocolate.
1: This is smooth. Very smooth. Let me take another sip.
2: Oh, is that good? Mm. I got the dark chocolate right center palate.
1: Yeah. I got to tell you, I think both very the Reposado nice. and the Añejo, both five-star selections. Yeah. They're, I agree. they're very different. This has a little bit more of the woodiness. Definite notes, I would say, of some brown sugar on here, a little caramel, but very nice. Let me guess. 150
2: No, it's, it's a bargain.
1: 122 $122. All right. Still expensive. So I'm going to take the Reposado and the Añejo. These are that good. Wait, I'll just put these aside here. Some Añejo. These are long bottles, by the way. Yeah, they are. And on the Añejo, wait a minute. Let me take a look at what the – it is 40 All of these are 80 proof. Yes. Which is interesting. Because the exact same proof, the only difference is the way that they age them. Yes. Very nice. Beautiful. I'll tell you, both of those are five-star selections. So, Simone Dave, after such tremendous tequilas, it could be a letdown. But the Cenote, very nice. Let's talk about the Cenote brand.
2: So, we're going into Cenote, which is a tequila with a soul. That's tequila what t- with a soul. It's inspired by beauty of the... Yucatan Peninsula, and a spectacular underground water supply. I like
1: the bottles on these, too. Very unique bottles.
2: So with any good quality beverage, it's always about the water, where they're getting the water supply. Cenote has a complex flavor profile that balances fragrance, cooked agave, and delicate wood notes.
1: Mm. This has got, yeah, this is very interesting. Very different taste and mouthfeel than the other Blancos, than the Sincora Blanco and the Herodera Blanco.
2: You could get some cooked agave, spices, yep. pepper on the nose, maybe a little rich uh, I'm definitely spices. definitely getting yep, spiciness, pepper, pepper
1: yeah. and a, a lot of that cooked agave, almost like a roasted type of flavor on the palate.
2: Another thing it's nice. known for is a little green vegetable resulting in a mellow spirit aged in American oak barrel for three weeks.
1: Suggested retail.
2: You're looking at uh, $40 a bottle.
1: Okay. To me, I think the Herodera Silver at 40 bucks. Yeah. I like the flavor better. But this is nice. Now let's go to the Reposado. Cenote Reposado.
2: You're going to get a golden color of straw with a balance of vanilla wood on the nose. Aged three months in American oak, delivering a round, harmonious palette of vanilla wood, spice, and green vegetables.
1: Uh Green vegetables, lettuce, asparagus, would you like to no, be yeah, specific? Yeah, asparagus, <laughs>
2: things like that. Asparagus is well-known in uh, tequila. This is interesting. Nice. This rep-
1: it's it's nice. It's soft. But to me, on this cenote reposado, it's not as reposado-y, if you will, as the heredera or the Sincora.
2: Uh, totally different. The Sincora is unique because it is highland mm-hmm. and lowland agaves.
1: And this is what? The lowland?
2: I'm not uh, I would think this is highland. And what's the
1: difference in highland and lowland?
2: Okay, so for your highlands, you're going to get a larger, a sweeter agave or piña to start off with. In your lowlands, it's going to be herbaceous, fragrant, flavorful. So this would be a lowland. I'm actually getting a little smoke paprika on this. Smokes from the oak. Yeah. It's nice. Suggested retail. You're looking at $49 a bottle.
1: All right, 49 bucks a bottle. Again, to me, for 42 the Herodera Reposado, I would absolutely go with. I think it's great. Now we're going to move into a very – this is one you gave me, very limited, from Milagro. Let's talk about the Milagro brand. You introduced that to me about five, six years ago.
2: I love Milagro. I think they make excellent tequilas, uh, Moises, and uh, – his group there in um, and the bottle is so unique because
1: when you look at this, it and has this the is by pineapple the way, in it. Yeah, this there's the right these. It's the agave plant that's in there, which looks like a pineapple, right. and this is the silver, yeah. and this is select barrel. This is barrel number zero zero three. I can't remember what year. It's got to be at least five years old.
2: So this is similar to how whiskey and bourbons do it, or even some scotches. i will do a select barrel. They'll go into the barrel aging room. Grab that barrel. Usually it's at the top of the room because the heat rises. Your barrels age quicker up at the top. You get more fullness out of it. You're going to get a estate grown 100% blue agave out of this. It's mellowed in American and French oak.
1: This is smooth, smoky, a yeah. little spice. Very the, nice, the very French, very nice.
2: The French oak is lower in tannins. Yep. creates a smoky, spicy spirit. It's very good, Dave.
1: And I like holding the bottle. You actually can put your thumb right oh, up in the agave. Like a and point, you can display when
2: you're it. a really nice, yeah, it's very very nice,
1: beautiful. And Milagro, you introduced that to me, Samaya Dave, I love their reposado. I just a oh, phenomenal spirit.
2: There, uh, if you get the right single select barrel, it can be phenomenal. And then the American oaks given tequila a real. Nice vanilla. What do you think? What was the suggested retail? On Thirty-seven dollars.
1: Thirty-seven. Can't go wrong. Milagro, That's one of those that again was a boutique that was launched. Uh, I know Somalier Dave that you introduced that to me, and it's a very popular spirit. Yes, but a, more of a boutique art, artisanal type of
2: the, uh, tequila. The select barrels are their regular range of silver or blanco reposado and añejo have picked up a nice following. They're um, More readily available in the market.
1: Very nice. All right, let's take a short time out, and then when we come back, we're going to go to Villa One. Villa One, we're going to do a vertical tasting the silver, the reposado, the añejo, Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers, celebrating the 5th of May on the Cigar Dave Show.
0: The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show.
1: Great news for all Cigar Dave Officers Club members. The April... 2020 selection featuring the Davidoff CAB collection of the Camacho Ecuador, Synchro Nicaragua, and the back-to-back Connecticut have all shipped. They were mailed yesterday. You should begin receiving the April selection boxes sometime early to middle of next week. We had shipping delays again for April due to the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. Don't get me started on those Chinese commie clowns, the enemy of the world, the enemy of America, enemy of Officers Club members because of the delays that have resulted. Now, good news for May. We're announcing the May selection, a Rocky Patel sampler featuring a Rocky Patel Edge Light, a Rocky Patel Edge Corojo, and a Rocky Patel Sun Grown. Three fantastic cigars. If you are not a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, join right now. Go to CigarDave.com. $22.95 $22.95 per month gets you three great cigars. Cigardave.com, click on Officers Club, join today. Now, big news in the world of cigars. I'll spend more time on this next week. Imperial Tobacco, the British company that owns Altadas USA, the Casa de Monte Cristo line of cigar stores, JR Cigars, the big internet retailer. They also own the big premium cigar factories in Florida, Copan, Honduras. And in uh, the Dominican Republic, as well as owning 50% of the Cuban Cigar Company, they announced a sale this week. They announced a sale in two parts. The U.S. division will be sold for $200 million. The rest of the world division will be sold for $1.13 billion. I'll spend more time on this next week. I believe a Hong Kong company purchased the International Component We're doing more digging, but we will have more information on that next week. So join the officers club, cigardave.com. $22.95 per month gets you three great cigars. The April 2020 selection has shipped. Now, let's go back to Cinco de Mayo Tequila tasting maneuvers.
0: The General is ready with tamales and more. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on The
1: Cigar Dave Show. Tamales, but no refried beans. Because my philosophy is this. If it wasn't fried the first time and it's not good, why would you refry it a second time thinking it's going to be any better? No, no. You fry it once, and if it's not good, do not refry it again. It's like freezing. You know, you freeze something, then thaw it, and then freezing it again. That is not going to work. So, Sommelier Dave, as I just spilled some of my Villa One Añejo, let me ask you, Villa One, that is a relatively new brand. You're always introducing us to some new boutique brands when they come out, and Villa One is another one we can add to that boutique list.
2: Yeah, General, uh, we had, I had mentioned Corvo. you got Salsa. You have so many different tequilas on the market, and the main thing is People should try something different and unique. If you can afford it and it's within your price range and it's of good quality, try something new. Try something different all the time. And uh, why rehash some old tequilas when there's jo- uh, John Varvatos and Nick Jonas getting together? Of the Jonas Brothers. Of the Jonas Brothers. John Varvatos is a designer. He manufactures high-end retail fashion. They got together. In the Fabrizia de Tequila Finos in Jalisco to create these uh, this tequila.
1: Well, Sergeant Steve has the Jonas Brothers in his iPhone. I Do don't. You? Nice. I, I don't. I don't, either. I don't either. <laughs> either. But, Sergeant Steve, listen, if that's you like boy bands, congratulations. I might have
2: Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> There's my boy band.
1: <laughs> All right. So, th- I've got to tell you, tasting this, this is nice.
2: It, very nice. You know, if you're – A guy of that celebrity like Michael Jordan is, and some other, Sammy Hagar has his and whoever. The object isn't just to put something out for the money, because they've got money. They want to put something out for the quality. It's their passion. They're not going to embarrass themselves. So you have a slow-cooked, double-distilled... Double distilled. Double distilled. This is our first one. Double distilled in copper pots with fresh artesian well water, similar to what cenote was. Very good water.
1: Little little lemon. Mm-hmm. Little lemon flavor. Little warmth. Not a lot of sizzle, but some just enhancing spice. This is very pleasant. Suggested retail.
2: You're looking at $40 on this. I'll
1: tell you what. I'd give this a five-star selection for a... For a, for, yeah, for a Blanco. For a silver, for a Blanco, absolutely.
2: They're also using highland and lowland piñas. Maybe that's why. And that's why, it is how the or Sencoro is doing.
1: All right, now we're going to move to the Reposado. Reposado. I will say cheers, and let me take a sip.
2: It's aged in American oak for six months. You're going to get on that aroma, some nice caramel and candy. It boasts full balance of butterscotch, chocolate, in smoke. Again, smoke. I'm getting
1: the smoke. Little sizzle, little butterscotch. Did you get a little
2: coffee on the no, aftertaste?
1: I did not get a little coffee on that. But very nice.
2: Very yeah. nice. Suggested retail? $45.
1: Again, in that sweet spot price range. And when we come back, we'll wrap up the Villa One vertical tasting with the Añejo. Again, that Villa One silver, I'd give it a General's five-star selection for a... Blanco. Blanco. Again, it's not going to be, you could sip it. It sure. is very tasty. Yeah. It's pleasant. And what I suggest is always get a whole group of people together, maintain social distancing, get some cigars. Each per person put in maybe 50 bucks, get some steaks, buy a whole bunch of various tequilas, do your own sampling yep. at home on a weekend. Agreed. All right, we'll continue. Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. <laughs> Get
0: the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club, for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. It's Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show.
1: Appropriately appropriately named song called The Tequila Song by the Champs, 1958. Written by Danny Flores, recorded by the Champs, became a number one hit on both the pop and R&B charts at the time of its release. Continues to be very popular today, a song from the 1950s. And
2: uh,
1: I'm wondering, is there any, there's no lyrics to it, so we just create our own lyrics, basically. Yeah. Tequila tastes good. Tequila is smooth and refreshing.
2: The tequilas I brought today are wonderful.
1: Exactly. The tequila that we have today, no illegal aliens have been used in the squashing of the agave plants.
2: Nope, not at all.
1: There you go. All right, so interesting, 1958. In fact, in Buffalo at the Sabres games, they have the Earl of Bud. He was one of the beer guys, Earl of Bud, and he would actually go on one of the – they had like a partition with a railing between – this was at the old Memorial Auditorium, and he also does it at the baseball games, and he'd go up and do the dance, and uh, I don't think he's around anymore, but that was very famed. They called him the Earl of Bud. And I think it was right, right between the second and third periods they would always play that. And I think they did the seventh-inning stretch for the Buffalo But You know who would know about that? The great Colonel Ange. Yep. He would absolutely know about that. And actually, I want to say, I think he went to the Earl of Bud's, like, wedding or something or other. He ended Sweet. up getting to know him. So interesting little tidbit, which, frankly, I have no idea why I brought up. <laughs> but in any event, Samadier Dave, as we conduct Cinco de Mayo tequila-tasting maneuvers, one more time real quickly. Do a little reset here. Tequila is basically a distilled beverage from the agave plant.
2: Yes. The blue blue agave. Dr. Weber is the one that described and found this particular agave plant because the mezcals are made from agave but not blue blue agave. agave.
1: All right. And it is from the tequila region Region, of Mexico. Guadalajara, Jalisco. And there are basically three – Primarily three types. You can say four, but three types of tequila. Blanco, which is white or the silver. White spirit, unaged, bottled or stored immediately after distillation. Aged less than two months in stainless steel or neutral oak barrels. The Reposado, the Repo as we call it, which in Spanish means rested. Aged a minimum of two years, but less than a year in oak barrels of any size. And then Añejo, or aged. A minimum age of one year, but less than three years in small oak barrels. There is extra Añejo. We have some of the extra Añejo that actually, they call it an Añejo, but, for example, the Sincora Añejo would qualify uh, extra Añejo because it's minimum of three years. Yes. Fantastic. All right, so samanie Dave, let's uh, move on. We've got the Villa 1 Añejo we have to finish. And the Villa 1, whoops, where is it, samanie Dave?
2: It should be right Here it is. There.
1: Okay, this is the Villa 1, which, again... The, uh, Nick Jonas of the Jonas it, Brothers, yes. somebody and else in
2: Barbados who does designs in high end retail. This Añejo is going to be aged 12 months in American Oak. It results in noses of rich caramel, wood, vanilla. You're going to get some banana on the That's nose. That's exactly possibly. what I'm getting. Banana. Yep, I'm getting
1: yeah. some banana, very fruity Sweet. aroma. Very, very nice. We will say cheers.
2: Nostrovia. Villa one. Full moth feel, and it gives a really rich, long-lasting finish. Wow. You're going to get notes of smoke, dark chocolate, and honey. Mm-hmm. Very a flavorful. lot of honey,
1: very flavorful, very fruity, very expansive. A little sizzle. Reminds me of one of those little red hots at the end of the yes. tip of your mouth. This is good. I'll tell you, I'd give this a five-star selection. Suggested retail.
2: $55. And what we've noticed today in our tasting which kind of is refreshing to learn something every day, is the Sincoro and this Villa One. They're sourcing agave from the highlands and the lowlands. They're combining them together. So if anybody can find agaves from those areas, go for it. Very impressive. Very nice. Yes,
1: nice. Very lovely. All right, Samadhi, and I'll tell you what, what's interesting is the Villa One Silver got a five-star for the, being a Reposado, right. or, question, being a, a Blanco, Blanco, and then the Villa One Añejo, a five-star. That's a really complex, very, very pleasant, very unique tequila. Now we're going to move into... Partida. Partida. Tequila Partida. Very unique bottle. Yep. Not your typical bottle. Let's talk about tequila Partida.
2: Uh, th- th- that's been around since the late 80s, the early 90s. Uh, Sofia Partida, her family, her dad and her uncle, owned... A uh, agave farm, and her father unfortunately passed away, and her uncle took it on and then started creating. And you knew her. You do know her. Yes, I worked with her. Lovely woman. Great. Uh, Just had a phenomenal day of selling. Knew what she was talking about, and she puts out very good quality tequilas.
1: All right. As I take a sip of this, very light, by the way. Even though it's a Reposado, it's almost white.
2: I was going to say opaque, clear, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of flavor there.
1: A lot of flavor, a lot of smokiness. Yeah.
2: Not a big burn going on. No out. burn.
1: Very. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10 strength, it's probably about a 5. Mm-hmm. But pleasant for a Reposado. It's unique. Mm-hmm. Not, as fla- not as woody, not as, uh, as, as dotted with those. Those wood notes, the spice right. notes.
2: so what they're trying to do is accentuate the actual flavor of the agave, and they've succeeded in doing it. You're looking at about $35 a bottle.
1: Very reasonable. I know that's a big seller here yes. at the Davidoff Store and Lounge, sure. according to Tommy D. Now we're going to move into Don Julio. Julio, very well-known name, many, many years in, the, in the, I was the cigar business, in the tequila business.
2: 1942, and that's where he really gets his notoriety that people found because he puts out a tequila called 1942 i'm not that well versed with it but the largest consumer of don julio 1942 anejo was michael jordan and that's why yes that's why he came out with his own tequila
1: i did not know that yes who knew? All right. And this comes in a very nice bottle. It's Beautiful. the Reposado, almost a dark bottle. Yeah. But the Reposado again is very I would say it's more of a tan color.
2: Yeah, this was a lot darker than the partita. D- totally now different. Now this is very fresh. Profile. Totally
1: yes. different. This is very clean. Yes. Very fresh. Very bright. Subtle fruitiness, little sweetness. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. I double a cask, by the way.
2: Double cask. So Mm. what you're doing is you're getting that flavor profile from the two different casts, blending it together. That takes a real master distiller to be able to do something like that.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I would absolutely give this a five-star selection. Mm -hmm. It's very unique. little sizzle. Definite clean. I mean, it's very, very clean on the palate. Not as much wood. Right. But a very fresh tequila.
2: Yeah, you didn't taste wood at all on Don Julio.
1: Nope. Very, very interesting. So... Suggested retail for the Don Julio? I'm not Julio?
2: quite sure how, how uh, Well, much. let's
1: look it up real quick. Don Julio. There you Hold go. on a second, Somalia Dave. Ooh. Don Julio, that was the Repo?
2: Reposado, yes.
1: Reposado price. Here we go. It could let's be see.
2: in the $40 range or so.
1: Yep, you're right around 30 about $32.99. We'll call there it you $32. Go. I've seen it as low as 29 bucks. so we'll say yeah. in the $32 category. Very, very nice. All right, now we're going to move into the Patron. Very Patron. well-known name. Right. Patron Tequila Tequila. This is their barrel select, so this will be a single barrel.
2: Right, Patron, you got to give them a lot of credit for people that were having tequila nightmares from drinking too much Cuervo and getting uh, sick on it. Patron came out with a different philosophy for making and creating tequila. They came out with that Blanco, and. Really pushed the Blanco, and then everybody started to push the Blanco because people realized you can make a good quality Blanco that could be consumed. All
1: right, now this is interesting because this Patron is what they call the Patron Anejo Barrel Select American and French Oak Tequila. About 50 bucks is the suggested retail. Yep. Let me take a sip of this. Very, very light in color for an
2: Anejo. Very. Uh, it could be that the barrels have gone neutral to some extent. Mm, it's nice. little sweetness, not as much
1: fruitiness, a little bit of tanginess. I wouldn't give it a five-star selection. I'd say it's nice, yeah, but not overpowering.
2: Yeah. So the French oak is going to give it, is lower in tannins. It's going to create some smoky, spicy. And then the American oak is going to give it that vanilla flavor. So what they're trying to do is marriage the two different styles of the spectrum together.
1: Very pleasant. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Sommelier Dave, let's see. Why don't we do this? Let's take a short timeout. Definitely. We have done all the tequilas we need to do. Yes, we have. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 tequilas. And then for the final and concluding segment. Three Mezcals. We're going to move into Mezcal. So we'll talk about that little nuance, little difference between Mezcal and tequila as the final and concluding segment of this Cinco de Mayo tequila and Mezcal tasting edition of The Cigar Dave Show comes your way next.
0: You need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed
1: by following The General.
0: You'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars. Info on the show each week and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave.
5: Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying
1: Cigar connoisseurs and enthusiasts love going into their retailer's humidor and seeing what's new, what's exciting. It's like a kid in a candy store. And we've got a great way that you can enjoy and sample fabulous cigars from incredible manufacturers. It's the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Every month you will receive three fantastic cigars in an Officers Club Ziploc pouch shipped directly to you for $22.95. Now, in... The past year, we've had incredible selections. We had the world of Davidoff, which featured an Avo and a Davidoff Winston Churchill. We've had cigars from A.J. Fernandez, from Rocky Patel, from Placencia, Drew Estate, Sindicato Fonseca, incredible cigars that you will love. Become a member of the Officers Club today. Join now. Go to CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. You will absolutely love it.
0: if you miss some of today's festivities download the podcasts anytime through iTunes search Cigar Dave Show Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers
1: continue on the Cigar Dave Show we left off at the Don well actually the Don Julio and the Patron Barrel Select Cigar Dave if I decide to make a tequila, Don Davio. And by the way, I just registered the website, dondavio.com. So Don Davio, I can see it now. Hey, A, su- a super upscale tequila that uh, would have just ex- the essence of what I would like, and that would be some nice fruitiness, some vanilla, some maple, not a lot of sizzle, very balanced, and I would say with nice aroma, an aromatic mm-hmm. type of tequila. So... Uh, I have no plans to go to Mexico anytime soon.
2: Well, you can source I, it out. You can purchase it. People do that with wine. People do it with spirits. Well, I could do it. you do. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, have, I, have, I have no interest in running into any of the cartels down <laughs> south South of the border. So that is something that I will stay away from.
2: Guadalajara.
1: Uh, I have zero interest in going to Mexico. And I have to tell you that, you know, I would love to go and, and see the Torrents. Beautiful country. The, the uh, Alejandro and Alberto Torrent. They grow the phenomenal San André and wrapper. They have their Casa Torrent cigars, but I have zero interest in going to Mexico right now. Frankly, I just don't think it's safe. Right. I don't think any American should go down there. Nope. And uh, a lot of cartel action, and uh, I have no interest in accidentally running into those guys. <laughs> no thank you. I don't blame you. Yep. All right, so Samadhi Dave, we have sampled the tequilas. Made from the blue agave plant, either the highlands or lowlands. Right. Now we're going to move into a cousin of tequila called Mezcal. A lot of people may have heard of Mezcal and have no idea what Mezcal is. So, Samadier Dave, I ask you this question. What is Mezcal?
2: Well, Mezcal is a distilled alcohol beverage made from any type of agave, and it's a national spirit in Mexico. It literally comes from Mexicali, which is oven-cooked agave. So where the tequilas are from a particular region of the tequila region in Jalisco, in Guadalajara, you have mezcals from anywhere in Mexico. There's, you know, how many? A hundred different agaves that you can harvest. The most are harvested, though, that we'll consume in Huaca. That's where the quality ones are coming from that we uh, are going to try today. And that's just south in the uh, Mexican region.
1: All right. Now, the first up, we have the Montelobos, which has what looks like a wolf on here.
2: Yeah. Uh, One thing to note about mezcal. In Mexico, mezcal is generally consumed straight and has a strong, smoky flavor. So... People aren't making margaritas out of this or mixing this, tequila, sunrise, anything. They're drinking this straight.
1: This would be like a Johnny Walker double black, a lot of smokiness. Yes. All right. And just looking at this bottle, it looks ferocious. It's a nice uh, rectangular bottle, black, 100% agave, organic, sustainably grown from Osaka.
2: This comes from the William Grant people. Oh, William Grant. Okay, fantastic. William Grant. And they have a lot of good quality products, whether it's Sailor Jerry or some of their other uh, Belvini. Belvini, we Thick. love. We love Belvini. So you know you're looking at something. It's all about quality. This is unaged. It's crafted from organic agave espinen, which is on the label. And it is roasted underground in small batches, distilled to achieve a perfect balance of sweetness and subtle smoke.
1: has a roasted, smoky aroma on the nose, almost as if you were to have burnt embers. They're you saying smell that.
2: you should get a little damp earth out of this.
1: All right. We'll say cheers. We'll, and, again, this is a clear spirit. We'll say- you can
2: get some really nice Cabernet Sauvignons. And- Wow, that have like barnyard dampness to it, and that's fire in the is. hole, sommadija. Yeah, these are going to be different. Fire in the very different,
1: much smokier, much uh, more strength, much more personality. Definitely hits your palate upon taking a sip.
2: You get some herbaceousness, maybe mm-hmm. some nuts, smoke.
1: Yeah, major smoke, major fire. Very unique. This is wow. a very. This is very that different. smoke
2: stood straight out. Yeah,
1: this is. Very different, and again, why the smokiness?
2: That's because of the agave itself. It's a different type of agave, yeah, and that's what it's giving off.
1: Not the blue agave, which is a little tamer.
2: Where when you taste these blue agaves, you get that little that beautiful flavor profile of the agave. You're looking at about forty dollars a bottle.
1: All right, now we're going to move into the mezcal vago. Now we have two of these. Yes. Are they both the same?
2: No. So what mezcal vago does? They let certain farmers go out and create their own mezcal. Okay. And what we are going to feature here are two. One is from Aguino Garcia and Emilio Guarquin, two different farmers that are out there doing their thing. The first one is going to be 79 years mature agave. Wait it's wait seventy nine ha- years seven to nine oh seven to
1: nine years mature Aga- you mean the the agave plant itself yes not the not the the yeah, aging no, th-
2: that's from drinking thirteen tequilas Dave. there you go so exactly
1: <laughs> so there's no aging on these very no. little just a few months yeah okay so the agave like though
2: coast. sat there seven to nine years mm-hmm. in the field then they picked it up and we learned. When you age something that long in the earth, you get a lot of sugars, which will give you a lot of alcohol when you go ahead and distill it. You might get some sweet potatoes on this, some citrus, maybe some flint.
1: Well, this is 101 proof. Yes. 50.2% alcohol by volume. So it is definitely
2: flavor. As I take a sip of this. You might get some caramel, a woody finish.
1: I'm getting some licorice. Yeah. Definite earthiness. A little roasted.
2: Yeah, notes of anise.
1: Anise, that's it. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Very unique. This would not be, I would not put these to sipping. This is very unique. This is somebody for somebody that wants a fuller flavor, that loves a really uh, smoky scotch whiskey.
2: Yes. Because if
1: somebody doesn't – I'm not a big – Like Laphroaic. somebody Right. I am not – uh, that Laphroaic. Johnny Walker double oh black goodness. is too smoky for me. Now, the yes. last one we've got is the Mezcal Vago, but from a different farm. Now, this was distilled July 2018. Uh, let's see. From the village of El Nance, uh let's see, Mia uh, Huatian, the grind is stone. The type of still is copper. The batch size, 796 liters, classes Joven, Mezcal Artisanal. So we'll give it a shot.
2: Yeah, Hoven's young. So Emilio Jarquin is a third-generation distiller. You're going to get some light aroma with smoky toasted corn. This is the first time I've ever found Woo. corn as Whoa. a nomenclature. A sweet body with woody notes and layers of honeycomb.
1: As Johnny Carson would say, whoa. This, you get the Frito corn chip right on the palate, and then, boom, it whacks you right in the back of the palate. It is This is tremendously strong. This is a brutal, brutal, flavorful mezcal. Yeah, this
2: is very tasty. People should note that they shouldn't take... The first sip is what the product is. They've have to do it two, three, oh, four yeah. times.
1: I'm going to do another one here. Another like sip. like first
2: impressions. Don't take a first impression on your first sip. Consume it a little bit. That's not bad. I like that. That's pretty good.
1: Little too too much of a gut punch on the
2: palate for me. And a lot it's of triple sizzle. distilled. Imagine if it was a lot one of, of smokiness. Single distilled.
1: I brought these, didn't I?
2: No, I did. But oh, you, you brought can, those. You're more than welcome. No, 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 to no. no. You take those.
1: You can take those. The yeah. Montelobos I brought. I'll keep that yeah, one. you can take those that. other. Those are, those are really nice. powerful. So not not for me. Yeah. Because it's just too powerful. Now, if you cut that with a little water. Yeah. In fact, Simoni, Dave, let's do that right now. Sure. Let's try taking that Mezcal Vago, the last one, which is uh, almost like a gut punch. So I'm going to pour just a little bit. Great. Let's do dilute that by half, and if you will, with the water.
2: Okay. You know, one thing, people have uh, unfortunately thought that you drink mezcal with a worm in it. There are moth larvae that are in the fields.
1: I'm not drinking anything with an insect. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly. You know what? Let the Mexicans, let the Chinese eat dog, cat, uh, beetles, larva. I'm not interested in that. Zero interest. Let me take a sip here as we cut this mezcal vago in half.
2: So if you find one that has a worm in it... It's now, that's probably, smoother. Yes.
1: Cut it in half. Very nice. Sommelier Dave, we did a total 16, 17, 18...
2: 19 total. We did
1: 19 total tequilas, yeah. some mezcals, some great
2: libations. These mezcals are around 60 bucks a bottle if you find them.
1: Very unique. And as always, Sommelier Dave, many thanks. General. Another fine Cinco de Mayo. Hard to believe another year in the annals of yeah. history. Sergeant Steve, many thanks. Cigar Dave, the general saying, may your humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper delectatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Keep America great. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Screw the biased fake news media. Screw President Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. Feliz Cinco de Mayo on Tuesday.